Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast. I'm here with author Katie Melko. Welcome, Katie. Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm okay today. <laughs> hot tech, hot mess. No, high tech, hot mess. I don't know. <laughs> Always though. So it's nothing new. How are you? I'm doing good. It's finally sunny here. We've had rain constantly. So. Oh, where are you? In Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm in Canada and uh, it was nice for a couple of days and now it's rainy again, but mm. The yeah. grass will grow and it's not snow. So <laughs> true, true, so I, true. I'm happy. Well, thanks for coming on here. Um, how about you start us off with like who you are and a bit about your background and all that kind of stuff? Absolutely. So, um, like you said, my name is Katie Melko. I've been a dental hygienist for about 10 years now. And my career was the inspiration for my first children's book that I put out. I fell in love with writing when I got my master's degree because as if anybody has gone through higher education, that's all you do. <laughs> that's right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and so I started off with trying to just write articles for magazines um, that were related to dental. And through my public health work with children, I had found um, that there was this like unknown fear of what they were going to be walking into or going through in their appointments. So all of my children's books have um, an educational um, background to them to try to help kids work through those fears and anxieties so that hopefully when they go to their appointment, they aren't as anxious. Cool. How many books do you have? Um, my second, I have one that's out right now. My second one will be out in the fall. Okay. And what's that one? It's, gonna be it's about getting your first haircut. Oh. So your first haircut. Yep. Yeah dress for my kids oh my goodness gracious yes yeah so the barber shop is so cool and high tech they have a tv in the mirror <laughs> and so cool. it's exciting but uh it didn't do it when my son was three yeah it didn't, it didn't help okay so you had the idea you're a dental hygienist you did all the writing um i want to do a kid's book so how did you start that process like where did you start so I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, one of the first things uh, that I did was write down the thoughts that I had about what I saw. So um, like their initial reactions, what triggered them to be crying, scared, upset, um, the emotions that they had, and then their general end of treatment, like roundup of how they felt. So I wrote all those things down and then tried to character build. And then um, that led me to kind of putting in a story. I wanted the book to be based in a school because um, just with everything that's going on across the world, we have so many different um, ethnic groups and populations that we uh, have all integrated together that getting treatment in school seems to be the best way to keep the kid in school mm -hmm. and get them treatment. Um, so that's why the book is based in a school. Okay. Um, and that also was where I was working and where I saw a lot of the issues. You see that in private practice too, but they have the, uh, I'm with my mom or I'm with my dad or grandmother element that kind of helps. Oh, okay. 
but when they're in the school, we're treating them one-on-one -on -one by themselves. It'd be me and a little kindergartner coming down or first grader, you know, yeah. five, six years old, walking into a room with a bunch of equipment and noise. Um, so I kind of formulated all of that and then I didn't touch it for about two years. Yeah. I kind of put it away and things fell to the wayside and so forth. And um, after my dog passed away, I decided that I was going to take the book back out and I was going to use dogs and cats as characters to kind of honor her life. Aww. And so that's why the book um, is called Roxy's Adventure in the School Dentist because that was my dog. Oh, so the dog goes to the dentist. <laughs> yes, the dog goes to the dentist. That's super so, cute. <laughs> yeah, and then I went back through and I edited it and changed names and all those things. And then um, I have kind of now built somewhat of a process. So <clears throat> I like to just put things down and don't touch them for a few days. Mm -hmm. Smart. Forget about them. Um, then I'll reread it. I have found myself as an author that reading my work aloud really helps me kind of gauge how the flow is um, you know when you write something and you're reading it with your eyes if it's already ingrained in your brain so for me if I don't read it out loud yeah I don't hear my mistakes yeah so. and if you record it and listen back that's a great tool as well mm -hmm. if you can stand your voice <laughs> yeah, right? my husband has heard this book way too many times <laughs> okay so. Yeah. And then um, after I've done that about, I would say two times, then I get, I send it to my editor. Okay. Edit How do you find final. an editor? Um, so most of the um, people that I've hired have been from a Facebook group for children's book um, author and illustrators. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have done some on Red Z, which is like a writer platform where you can hire anybody um, to help with different styles of editing, proofreading, those kinds of things. Oh, okay. How do you spell that? It's R-E-E-D-S-Y. Okay. Okay, I'll share that in the notes. That's handy. Mm -hmm. And did you find your illustrator in the group as well? I did, and it's been really interesting and awesome to work with her because she lives in England. Oh. So, you know, and I'm from the States, so, it's, you know, I was a little hesitant, you know, working with somebody. But she, you know, it's been amazing. And thankfully, the internet and social media makes it so much easier for people to connect. It's a whole new world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so when did you start this process? So when did you, so you wrote it, you didn't touch it for a couple of years, and then you, you know, your dog inspired you to move forward with it. So at, when did yeah, that? So 2016, I wrote this book. Uh-huh. And I, like, got it in my hand and put it out to the world in December of 2018. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So my second bad. book. That's not bad, really. <laughs> my second book was a much quicker turnaround. Um, you know, so it's I wrote it in an afternoon, edited it a few times, sent it to my editor, and you know, it'll be out in the fall. So now that I know the process and I've kind of found my um, like niche or passion with writing. Yeah. It's kind of accelerated the process. But. Right. And so really, you said you put it aside for two years. So if you take yeah. it two years, it's really only less than a year that it took you yeah. to write, edit, illustrate, and publish. Mm -hmm. So was there any like really big surprises along the way that you weren't expecting? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's very normal with any process that you're unfamiliar with. 
yeah. or even any process that you might have some familiarization with, but it's still new. Yeah. Um, there always is going to be, no matter how prepared of a person you are, things you're going to miss or not you know, realize you were supposed to do. So for me, I started all of this and, you know, found my illustrator and started doing all these things. And I didn't realize how much money it costs for you to, you know, start to finish, publish a book on your own. So can you um, give us a ballpark just for people listening who have no idea what to expect, what you paid? You don't have to give yeah. exactly. So um, I'll explain a little bit of the money, but I spent five grand when I did okay. my first book. Okay. And, but I also started my own business to protect our, my own assets. So I wanted everything to be under a business name. So God forbid, if anything happened, you know, me and my husband would sell the house. Yeah. <laughs> kill me. So. The poor guy. He's yeah. endured a lot. <laughs> yeah. I came home and I was like, so I'm going to do this. And he's always been very, um, like always motivates me and inspires me when I get down, which has been great. So he's like my biggest champion, but, um, you know, yeah. I was like, so it's going to cost this much money. He was like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my husband's like that too. You did what? what? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, he always says to me, you're, you do so much for the both of us. I don't even have to do anything. Like Aww. you're so motivated, but, um, so I, I had to incur, of course, some costs to like set up my business name, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Um, and then if you want a good product, you have to be willing to pay good money. Mm -hmm. um, and that seems to be somewhat of a, you know, a back and forth, I would say, debate. Um, on the Facebook group about, you know, a lot of people want things for free or really cheap, but you know, they want quality work. So, um, I invested a good amount of my money in my illustrator mm -hmm. and the company that printed the book. Cause those were the two most important things. Um, you can write a great book, but if you don't have something that's going to draw someone to pick your book up, then you're, you know, you're not going to sell it. So, um, be willing to endure those costs cause you know, they will benefit you down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Nothing comes for free. No. Nope. And <laughs> nope. if it does, it should come with a warning sign. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it if it does go for free. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So you weren't expecting the cost, the outlay. Yeah. And then um, I'm like um, like a get a done fire. Like I like things done pretty rapidly uh -huh. once I'm like on my mission. Yeah. So patience is a virtue, as they say. Um, be patient. My poor illustrator, like once a week, she gets the how's it going message from me, you know, because I'm so eager. Oh yeah, like, that was me too. I totally get that. No patience. Like no. I wanted to see what she was coming up with and like, you know, she's bringing your, my illustrator is bringing my, my work to life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I couldn't wait. Yeah. Um, so I've had to practice that. She like gives me deadlines now when I message her. She's like, I, you will hear from me by this day. <laughs> Contact me before. <laughs> I love you. It's like a nice that. way of saying, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, um, okay. But, so yeah. are there any other big surprises? Um, I had no idea about copyright law. So I had to learn and educate myself about that. Mm -hmm. um, and getting your own IBS, I, um, ISBN number. Yeah. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Um, had to learn how to write a copyright page, you know, 
um, you know, when your illustrator and your printing company are asking you, like, what size did you want your book? What, how thick of paper did you want? Like, yeah. You know, what they style? Have language when they talk about the, <laughs> the paper and the, you know, the bleeding right. size needs to be. And I'm like, um, <laughs> can't you just do it? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a lot of research to make sure that, like, I was putting out a general size book that kids want to hold and all of those things. And then once I accomplished all of that and I started, like, getting out there to try to get my book in certain places, yeah. like, the number one thing I heard was, do you have a plush? And I'm like, oh, really? No, <laughs> don't I don't. I have a book. I, can, I have a book. Don't bring me. I have a book. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the plushes are in the works, but you know, yeah, after she. Your website. So is that what it's gonna look like? Absolutely. Like, yeah. So I got like the prototype, and they're making. You know, they're making them as we speak. But um, well, it's kind of just the way things are. Like kids like to buy a book and a plush together and have it to hold and carry around and you know the more since she said that the more and more I'm seeing it and I'm like oh okay okay so where did you go for that because people like everybody wants plush so yeah so um I use a website called Albia mm -hmm. um and I did a lot of my research on there like looking for printers looking for my plush um just the place where I had a good reputation it's really scary and that was probably one of the things I could talk about um for me was when I first found a printer yeah she was like here's the wire transfer number go to your bank and give it to them I was like no <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. yeah that's not good um so I I had a really bad feeling about it and I pulled um back from that printer so um my advice would be to stick with your gut feeling if it doesn't feel good yeah trust yeah. your instincts trust your feelings um but I ended up using this website and it's great because it protects your money. So um, some companies don't use PayPal. You pay them directly through this website. Some companies use PayPal. What was the but, website called again? Because I'll include it. People will want to know. Yes, I will, I will spell it for yeah. you. Is it Alibaba? Yeah. Okay. A-L-I-B-A-B-A. -A -A okay. And they have an app. So I use the app all the time. Okay. Um, but that has been a great way for me to communicate too with them in China um, because you know time time zones and all that stuff is oh, yeah. completely different yeah um, so I use that website to find and then I would go to the Facebook group and say has anyone had any experience with this company before um, and that kind of makes me feel better because yeah. again you're you're a world away from this you know from these people that you're working with so you know, having a direct person say, yeah, I use them and they were great is definitely a load off on the stress factor of totally. what am I going to get when it gets here? <laughs> am I going to get anything? How yeah. many, how many stuffies have you ordered? 500. Okay, cool. Can I ask yeah. how much? Yeah. So they were 290 a piece. Okay. For the shipping. Yeah. Yeah. So the shipping is, um, is a higher cost, but yeah. Yeah. The more you buy, the the less the product goes down on uh, the product price. So I got 500 of them. Like I said, it was 290. I used um, if anybody's interested, it's like go go toy. I want to say. Let me look it up really quick for you. Okay. Got a toy, all one word. G o t a t o y. Okay. G o t a t o y. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know people will be interested for sure. Yeah, and um, you can look on my website or my any of my social media. I've posted it. It's so cute, so soft, so yeah. squishy. Like, oh, yay. and I gave it to my um, like she's gonna be too soon when I first got it, mm-hmm. and she like fell in love with it. And I was like, wait, you can't have that back. Cause it cost me a lot of money to make that one. When the rest <laughs> come, you can have one, but you yeah, can't have this. Two dollars and ninety, not the hundred dollar one. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can have this one. Yeah, I totally. Um, <laughs> cool okay and so where do you sell your books mostly do you sell on amazon do you sell in person to people yeah so i sell it in person um i'm in a little boutique downtown like a small business shop um in my hometown i do sell the kindle version of my book on amazon okay i'm just not um whether it's me in my advertising lacking capabilities because <laughs> that's a whole nother thing you have to learn how to market yourself, market your product. Um, I don't know if it's that or not, but Amazon is just too expensive for me. I'm just too small right now, I think. So maybe once I get more books out, like I'm paying like $40 a month to have to post one book. And if my book, you know, do you have an advantage account? It sounds like you have a seller central account maybe or a vendor. account. Yeah. So like if you have an advantage account, I was told you have to like, they'll like ask you to blanket ship them a bunch of books. Yeah. Or but not like 10 or 20 or 30. Yeah. And it's what one ninety nine a month, a year or something like that. I didn't think there was a cost. Oh yeah. There is. It's like a, I want to say it's like almost $200 a year. Uh-huh. For the advantage account. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, um, I just do the Kindle right now and yeah. it's not on the website. Yeah. I'm hoping like once my second book comes out and the plushes are here, then I can utilize Amazon a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Barnes and Noble requires you to have a distributor. And I just, yeah. uh, like I said, I just feel like it's, I'm just too small at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's harder to get into the bigger mm-hmm. doors, but you yeah. see a lot of people probably and uh, have one-to-one contact with people where you could show them the stuff and show them the book. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So you kind of have to like, um, like Barnes and Noble, like the one that's in my, um, like closest to my home was interested in having me in for um, like a meet the author reading, yeah. but you have to sign up with them. So they were like, you would have to pay to ha- like, basically I'd have to put all my books in a warehouse and they would take them from the warehouse. Like they don't allow you to ship personally from your home. Oh, like, I'm not doing a warehouse. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just me. <laughs> it's just I just me. need this like little yeah. square of space in your warehouse. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's like the, the stuff that I'm, you know, hopefully down the line, I can totally do and get into. But right now it's just. Yeah. Well, you got it. You're just starting out really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been published for five months. So yeah. a lot of steps, but once you learn them, like they're not that difficult. And then once you learn them, you know them. So then it's just, mm-hmm. all, it's a journey. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It is. I've taken a lot of courses like Pinterest okay. courses and Instagram courses on how to like all the harder market yourself and keywords yeah. and SEOs and oh know, good good for you Google Analytics and all those <laughs> things to try to, to cool. try to get my bearings so yeah and then after a few months like it it clicks I think a little bit more so it's mm-hmm. so overwhelming at first and then it, 
as you go. Well, good for you. So what would you, um, what would you say to people like, who were you maybe when you wrote your book, you had your idea and then you let it slide a little bit, like, you know, you two years ago, what advice would you have? So I don't know that I would change anything um, for me personally, because I'm so um, attached to the fact that my book has my dog in it. (laughs) And that probably wouldn't have happened if I had, you know, done it immediately, but don't, if, if you've written something in, and you believe in your work and your message, don't wait. Don't, um, like, I know what it feels like to get discouraged and to feel like you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Join a group, um, of people who are doing the same kind of things you are. Um, and if you drop a message, like have zero motivation today, don't know where to turn, or I'm having a really bad day. Like the people in those groups are great. They lift you up. They give you advice. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they may like ask you some hard things. Well, like exactly what are you struggling with? But, um, you know, everybody is so eager to help. It's a great community. I don't know how many times I've gone on there and I'm like, I don't know what this means. Please, somebody Please. enlighten me. I agree. Cause um, everybody's going through the same process. Mm-hmm. But somebody is a step ahead or. Yeah. Like for instance, um, it was about a month ago now I went and did a reading and nobody showed up. Oh, not one person. Right. And it was like gut wrenching for me. I was embarrassed. I was mortified. Like, and I took it really personally. Like it was about me and my book. Um, but at the end of the day I came home and I wrote on that Facebook group. Um, like I had a book reading today and no one showed up, you know, and I'm mortified and I want to say I got over 270 comments. Holy moly. From this group telling me to like keep pushing forward. Like you can't let it, like you can't let these things stop you. It's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, authors that are big deals have gone through these same things. Um, and it, it's really helpful to hear like, okay, I'm not alone. And that's the only person this has happened to. Isn't it incredible the support you can get from a Facebook group? I mean, like five years ago, it would have been like, what, Facebook, you know, and and the camaraderie. And it's just incredible. Right? That are all over the world. If you use social media for the tool like that, it is so beneficial. Yeah, if you find Um, the right group of people. Because I'm sure there's some out there that wouldn't be as helpful and supportive. But yeah, that one, that, I'll share the link, but the one that we're in together is yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and they're always like, I, I did this. You should check this out. I mean, this is how I met you and connected yeah. with you. Like, they're always so eager to share their success points too. Um, like, you know, this happened for me. You should check them out. It was a great resource or a great connection. It's helped me on so many different platforms. Um, so nobody is like greedy for their own success. Everybody for the most part in that group wants everyone to grow mm-hmm. exponentially as well as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's refreshing, especially in this type of world that we live in. That's true. Um, so when I got home that day and I felt like that, like I was like, that's it. I'm never, I'm never signing up for another reading again. Like this was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And after reading all the comments and stuff, I was like, okay, like I had my pity party. Let's go. <laughs> okay ease and get back up and you know let's keep the hitting the pavement and that's sometimes that's what you have to do yeah 
Yeah, I, I feel like um, people in real life <laughs> are so busy, um, mm -hmm. you know, for better or for worse, and whether it's real or whether it's not real or whatever, but it's really hard to get people out of their houses, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and for something. So um, everybody's online. So I feel like the, the money is more online mm -hmm. and connecting with people on social media. And I feel like, especially as creative types, you know, we have a love-hate relationship with being online. Mm -hmm. and there's all the, you know, fear-mongering and stuff like that as well. Like, don't come to my house and kill me if I put a YouTube video out there. But, you know, like, that's not really how, that's not really what's happening. Yeah, and like, if people want to listen to you, they will. And if, like, you're going to reach people so much harder than you will somebody else. Like, somebody might really need to hear your message today. Like, there's sometimes where I see posts and I'm like, how did they know? I was feeling that way today. You know what I mean? Um, so it's great that people share like mm -hmm. their success yeah. stories, their horrors, their good and bad and ugly. Um, and you have to have a thicker skin too with this kind of work. Like you're going to, not everyone's going to love everything that you put out there. And some people are, and some people are mean about are gonna, it. Yeah. They're really mean about yeah. it. And they, yeah. So that's why Mm -hmm. like I truly believe you have to believe in your own work in order to succeed like if you believe in what you're doing in your message and you're passionate about it like that will be your light to fuel you through your journey oh I love that yeah love thank you for sharing that yeah. okay so um we'll wrap up but will you share like your social media and your website and that so that people can look you up find you. Yeah, you. absolutely. So if you want to follow um, my business, it's at 12 Paws Pub LLC. Um, and I'm on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, pretty much them all. Um, and if you want to follow me personally, it's at Katie3057. Um, and, yep. and my website is www.12pawspub.com. Okay, so why is it 12 paws? Sorry, I'm just curious about the 12. <laughs> so um, you'll see once you start looking at my social media that I have two dogs right now. Yeah. And Roxy was the dog that I lost, so that's oh, the 12. So you had three, got it, okay. Yeah. Cool, well thank you so much for chatting with me today and I wish you the best of luck. With oh, thank you so much. Coming up in the fall and, and I hope people look you up and look at that adorable plush. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, bye everyone. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out loririder.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.